Hello, a little special edition podcast here. Uh, we're, we're recording this Wednesday night, posting it a little bit later in the week due to our podcast schedule, but there were some big announcements made in Ames earlier this week, and uh, me being, I'm Chris Williams, and Brent Bloom here is joining me, and we wanted to talk about that and go a little bit in-depth on some of what Jamie Pollard had to say with the ambitious new plan for facilities and really the The growth of um, not only the athletic department, Brent, but the city of Ames and the whole university. I can't take credit for this, but I thought it was the best line of somebody actually that worked for the Cyclones TV staff. I won't out them, said. They should really just rename it the Pollard and Light District. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a John Walters. It wasn't John. Surprisingly. That is like the most John though. That's the most John Walters joke ever. But I heard it from John, so John clearly (laughs) appreciated it. But yeah, that was pretty good. Ah, How cool. That's very, very, very cool. Uh, Really cool, too, that we're um, working with, and I'm sure you guys have heard the spots on other podcasts throughout the football season so far. Uh, but we're out there promoting the Iowa State University Foundation and their Forever True for Iowa State campaign. And we're going to tell you a little bit more about that here in the coming months. But this is a really good segue, Brent, into, you know, everything that happened. Which which day was it? I'm getting my days mixed up. Tuesday, on Tuesday when Pollard made the announcement. And, it, I mean, you do this on a daily basis now. This is what you do. You raise funds for iowa state university and you know here's the next big undertaking yeah i mean full disclosure so i am an employee of the iowa state foundation so it's fun for me to see them partner with cyclone fanatic two places that i I care about a lot and have a great passion and respect for what they do but uh yeah i mean i think what a lot of people think of the foundation they think oh especially folks that are in the demographic that listens to cyclone fanatic they think oh those are the people that call me and ask me for money for the band or for whatever or I get letters from, and yes, that is that is a part of what the foundation does. I mean, the goal is to uh, raise the bar for Iowa State and for people to invest in Iowa State, but there's so much more that the foundation touches that you may not even realize that I think all Iowa State fans have benefited from and Cyclone Athletics as a whole have benefited from. And, you know, this project that Jamie unveiled, not necessarily directly tied to the foundation. It's, it's I think, more of no. a private investment dollars yeah. is kind of the goal. However, it seemed like, yeah. However, if you look at the facilities that have that Jamie has done, and obviously money, we, we had the podcast earlier in the year about how TV and media money has changed the landscape of college sports, but it also has changed the land, landscape for Iowa State, has been investment from Iowa State alumni and friends that have allowed yeah. a lot of these things to happen. And, you know, there's so many th- every, private dollars, philanthropic dollars impacts all areas of Iowa State. And really, Iowa State would not be where it is today, both athletically or academically, without those that uh, choose to invest their, their time and talents in Iowa State. Yeah, uh, that's a good point on the Pollard deal that, um, you know, where that's going to be well, we don't really know yet. It's still so early in the stages. But I think when people think of um, just the growth, it, it all kind of comes boils into one. And what's what's been fun about it is we, we both got to Iowa State in 2003. Yep. Now, you were a longtime Iowa State fan before then. You had, you know, family that were alums. Your dad's an alum. And, and you your brother – 
Yep, older brother. Yep, and you have been going to games and stuff like that. But I basically got there in 2003, and I saw what it was, and I've seen every step of the way the growth now. And we've kind of had a front row seat to all of this. And then Pollard, you know, releases that video and those Uh, renderings on Tuesday. Dude, I had just, like, goosebumps in the back of your neck, man. Like, it it felt – this coming off game day, and then then you throw this on top of it. It's like, is this – is this the same place? Yeah. Like, wait a second. Is this this uh, what it really, really is going to be? And, you know, obviously got a lot of work to actually formulate this thing, and there's some really smart people involved, so I have no doubt that they're going to get the best advice possible. But just seeing the video, it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, this this is incredible. Look at this. Look what this could be. Look what Iowa State is now. And if you didn't fire up watching that and seeing the growth, I mean, even if you're – it just in it just a buy center, no investment in Iowa State. You got to think, gosh, that was going to be really awesome just for the campus and for Ames and all and all that good stuff. I, you know, what I go back to though, um, it was 2003, and I remember being a freshman, a lonely freshman over at Friley, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm going to go and work out <laughs> one night. Yep, and I go to the uh, Hickson, the the lead center, the lead, yeah, the rec center, the, the yep. rec center, yeah. And uh, is that Dan McCarney? <laughs> What's Barney Cotton doing here? Oh, that's yeah. uh, it's Meyer and Blythe. And I'm, you know, I'm jogging around the track, and I'm watching football. Practice. Yeah, they're on the turf there. Now think about that though, because yep. there's so many, um, as you pointed out, our demographic here, and we have a lot of older folks yeah. who oh, are listening absolutely. who who have seen everything, and they the could take beyond us, back us. Yeah. to the '70s, yep. right? But Think about like the twenty-five-year-old who's listening, to, like Stansberry. In in like his mind, like picturing a world where a Big Twelve football team is practicing in a situation <laughs> like that, where like forty-yard field, you know, hundreds if not thousands of people could just sit there and take pictures during practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yep. And, and on top of that, um, first. Iowa State basketball practice I ever went to was it State Gym with no air conditioning, no very and little. Yeah, actually, what I remember from State Gym is they have it's so old, it has those old heaters, you know, the metal bars. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that are on like the walls, and the heat just like kind of radiates yeah, off, of them. off it. Yeah, and I remember, and this was uh, Greg McDermott was the coach when I was there. Okay. They had to put like pads on those heaters <laughs> to, to keep the guys from burning themselves. It's come Think a long, about that. It's come a long, it, long and way. And now we have the souk up practice facilities and whatnot, which are it's just it is it's crazy to me. And I wanted to outline that just a little bit. And then, you know, with our partnership with the foundation, and I know that this is a very important point to get out. You don't have to be a millionaire to help. No, not at all. And I think it. You know, you you think you see you see the headlines, right? So you see the big the big names. Yeah. You see Sukup End Zone Club, and we love the Sukups, obviously. Yeah, um, they've good. done tremendously well, but they have also invested uh, back in Iowa State. But you see the big stuff. You see the Jacobson Building back in the day. You see the Bergstrom Football Complex. You see all the big things on campus. You think, well, there's no way. Uh, I I'm a new grad. I'm a recent grad. I can't I can't do that. So what you know? What's the point here? But it really, as part of this Forever True for Iowa State campaign, which is this campaign Iowa State's in, going on, you know, year six, it takes everything. It takes mm-hmm. a community. Iowa State's not 
does not have the al- alumni base that had that is full of so many people that like it's an Ivy League. And I think that's what which I love so much about my job is when I go out and see people that have been successful. Yes, but they all have usually humble Midwest beginnings. Yeah, and they care about Iowa State, and it doesn't. It, it doesn't take, you know, it's not just the, the, the six and the seven-figure gifts that, that make Iowa State go. It's every single one. And if you look at athletics specifically, sure, the media money's been helpful. And you've gotten the big gifts from the, from the Roy Ryman's and the, you know, the end zone stuff. But if you look at Cyclone Club donations, those have gone up tremendously as yeah, well. Yeah. And, and every little increment helps boost Iowa State forward. And that's why it's such a special thing to be a part of because – Iowa State's a place we both care a lot about. I think people that are listening to this, it's a place that you care about too. And the foundation is kind of that connector that does does more than just do raise money. It's a place to connect people back to Iowa State in ways that's meaningful to them and connect with the passion. And it, even if it's you know ten dollars here, twenty dollars there, it does make a difference. And uh, it in, in athletically, academically, all across the board. Let's go through some of the changes yeah just that in athletics we, that we've seen over the years because you know I just mentioned the two things that kind of stuck out to me I, I remember um, Pollard and I often reference this when we get together and do podcasts but I remember the first time I ever interviewed him and um, I asked a lot of really dumb questions I was very naive at the time I was very young he was great to walk me through a lot of it but I, I remember like at that time the the thought of getting that south end zone pulled in. Yeah. I mean, we were coming off of times where you're hearing stories about them having to, like, shut down the electricity in the Jacobson mm-hmm. building to save pennies. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, it the, the thought was, yeah, that is an absolute dream. Yeah. But it probably won't we'll ever happen. happen. Yeah. We'll probably For the longest time. It was a dream. We saw that the the one thing that popped up first was the new scoreboard. Yeah. Right? That, yep. And I remember we're like, holy crap, yeah, this thing's I, amazing. got a scoreboard and everything. I then they got the second I, one. I went to games in the 90s, and there was a hot tub. There yeah. was a corporate sponsor of a hot Why tub. Why can't we bring that back? South. Well, I mean, uh, perhaps. But perhaps talk to, your, talk to the higher-ups at the do. foundation. Maybe that'd, bring be, it back. maybe that'd be but a good sponsor. But it's like it was every single gimmick possible. It was literally like, honestly, if you go to arena football game, like you've been to the Barnstormers and they have or the whatever, they they, they got little things here yeah, and there. That's trying right. to it's get just people. trying to get anybody. Yeah. I mean, anybody like and everything. Iowa Wild will have like a country yeah. actor. Like they, yeah. <laughs> that's what Iowa State football games are really like. Wow, that's crazy. That's the growth. That uh, that ha- that was needed for Iowa State to get p- competitive. And Jamie had a great analogy on your radio show uh, last week that I think, I mean, I don't know if you can frame that somehow or deliver that. I thought it was awesome about how Iowa State's in a relay, right? Yeah. And they've been in this relay before. And they got to an intersection under, you know, in the late 70s. They'd won eight games three years in a row. And they could have gone left. They could have gone right. Instead, they really didn't do anything. Yeah. They just kind of said, oh, whatever. And ever for 40 years since, we've been trying to catch up on that relay. And we feel like we're almost back to that intersection, right? Yeah. But in order to get back to the intersection, think about all the things that had to transpire. I mean, facilities-wise, in the 90s, Iowa State was probably the worst, other than Hilton Coliseum. I mean, that was always a gem. But other than that, it could, this Iowa State was not competitive. And it took all these little incremental improvements for Iowa State to get to a place. So, you know, it starts with... The Jacobson building, 
Okay, private donation. Yeah, and that from, was before from Richard my Jacobson. Time. Yep. So yeah. this is in the '90s. Um, and then you know all these steps along the way, and then the Berkshire Indoor comes along in 2004. Um, then you know obviously the the Bergstrom Football Complex, which is attached to the Indoor. Uh, same family, great family, the Bergstrom family. Uh, and then, I mean, just think about all these things, all the renovations that the Mr. The, Bergstrom's a big. Um, podcast listener of ours he's a he's the man a, I love yeah him. neat family they're from the and again this i always is, this, bump into him in random big 12 towns this is the cool thing is uh so shout really, out to mr Berks. really blue collar family i mean grew, yeah. grew up just northwest of ames i believe in the clarion goldfield area i hope i'm not getting that wrong but and then had some success career-wise and chose to invest it back in iowa state and obviously they are on a larger scale than you know, you and me are obviously capable of and most of our audience, but it's the thought of what can impact and all these things kind of came together. And now I think Iowa State's facilities are are right there. My and great um, indoor football complex memory with the first time they opened it, I believe, was Chiswick's first like spring. That was the first time I, I think that we were like able what year did you say that was? I think it opened in... I thought it was six. Maybe it was six. Regardless, it was I remember being in there and Chiswick just lacing into the guys because their helmets were like pointed. <laughs> yeah, didn't line up the right In the way. wrong direction. Yeah. And like all the media's in there and we're like... Uh, is this where, serious? Where's, where's Coach Mack at? <laughs> yeah. You know, Max used to like hugging us. Yeah, he's like, hey, how are you doing? Asking us yeah. about our wives. Chris, how's Ashley? <laughs> My favorite Mac moment. They don't. I don't get invited to stuff like this anymore, and I, don't, I wonder why. I was invited to President Joffrey's house, okay, for some Gridiron Club event or what. I don't know if I was emceeing something or what. This is when I was in college, probably a senior, mm -hmm. and Mac's there, and I knew Mac well. Um he comes up and, you know, does his whole, you know, he's a bubble full of yep. energy. He's firing off. And he, he introduces um, his wife to Ashley, who was my girlfriend Kay. at the time. Yeah, yeah you, you know Chris. Chris, good guy. Chris, and, and, and this is his uh, this, this is girlfriend. And then he stares at her name tag. <laughs> Ashley, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ashley, good to see you, Ashley. Good to have you. Always value of the name tag. <laughs> Oh, that is perfect. Love Mac. Good guy. But it just, Chris, you, yeah, you've seen it. The improvements that Iowa State has, I have has not had been along the back way. To the president. Yeah. yeah no. I bet President Winterstein would, would love to have I you I think around. that President She's Winterstein and I would actually hit it off quite well. Genu genuine and great leader for yeah, Iowa State. I, I would like to have a cup of coffee yeah. with her. Yeah, I think you would. Okay, so some other things that I just wanted to plow through on this, though, like – I don't think people realize like how sweet that like golf complex oh, is. Yeah. Well, look at Iowa State's the golf team. Yeah, how much like, it, it has improved. How I don't know how often people drive do it. to that end of town. Yeah. It is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's a golf performance center just south of uh on 69 there. That's another really cool. thing that, you know, I give Pollard a lot of credit for. The so the Suka basketball, yep, the golf complex. He's been very creative yes. like all these things aren't necessarily on campus because it's so expensive to build in those spots. So he's gotten like good deals. Yep. He's gotten good real and estate deals around the city that makes sense. And that's what I would say does well holistically, right? So it's one of the most affordable universities in the nation and they spend dollars. <laughs> There's not a lot to go around a lot of times, so they have to spend it right. And um, that's a great example. And again, philanthropic dollars, 
led the way for some of those facilities to be built. And look at how competitive now Iowa State's Olympic sports are as well, and it all goes hand in hand. Okay, so looking at the the Pollard and Light District, yeah. assuming this comes yeah. down, yeah. Let's. Uh, I said I want a Chasers there. Yeah, Chasers is the old bar back when we were in college. Yeah, that was uh, beer pong. They would do the beer pong. The so disgusting. Chris like Williams you, Friday after yeah, uh, class myself special. Myself and uh, the Rocket Man, Jason Clemens. <laughs> uh, shout out to you, Clemens. Uh, he's probably listening in Florida right now. Great Iowa State alum. We are the all-time record holders for uh, probably never. That's probably why they closed the place down. I want a Chasers. Um, how about a like a like a uh, what was the barbecue place that was up on campus? Town? Battles. Yeah, yep. let's get one of those. That'd be good. I wonder. I mean, I who knows what's actually going to be in this. We just need it to be old school, but like people's lumpies. Yeah, get a lumpies in there. Yeah, pe- yeah people's got to have it. My guess is though that if it's privately funded, that yeah. it's going to be a lot of the like chains and stuff. Well, like, I, yeah, I, I would who, guess. Who knows? I, I don't know. honestly. Uh, they've got the research park involved in that, which is another part of Iowa Dude. State that people should look into because there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. Um, but they're involved, and that means you could see some big-name companies. I think that would be a pretty visible spot for some some of those companies to go. So it's not just going to be I – don't, I, don't, I don't know this for a fact. This is my hypothesis here. I think it's going to be more than just you know restaurants and bars. I mean, I think there's going to be some legit businesses. And why businesses well, love Ames, Chris – just think about all the talent that can be recruited from those businesses. So I think it's a it's a really nice relationship. And that well, they use the word ag tech hub yeah a lot in that press conference yesterday. Yep. So I th- again, that's the, that. It, if look in to honestly, folks, look into the research park. What they got going on there? There is some really neat stuff. I mean, literally, it's it's like uh the kind of the 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 name is ag tech Silicon Prairie that type of thing. Some really neat, innovative things, and that's the vision for Iowa State. Like, how do you separate Iowa State from some of those other universities out there? And President Winterstein's vision is uh, entrepreneurship, innovation, and really making sure you're creating value for not only the students here, but then the state. Like, to to reinvest in in what we have going on as a state. I talked about this a little bit on KXNO on Tuesday. So when I was listening to Pollard this describe like the vision and all this, I got a sense that, well, and I, I, I thought back to my own uh, time at Iowa state where we had concerts all the time. Yeah. WWE, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, I, think, I mean, sh- or I mean, great theater productions. Yeah. Like we all in, Sheeman, and we still, not Sheeman, uh, CY Steven. CY we Steven. still do sometimes we get those, Yeah, but it's not nearly not the, the degree since Wells Fargo arena. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, like, if you have something like this, more hotel space, which is another part of this, like, if that could revitalize that scene. Definitely. For Ames. Well, I mean, just look at the growth of Ames uh, enrollment. And, I mean, I think there's some opportunity here for some pretty special things that that could happen. If you would say the one knock on Ames right now is, is, and you talked about it on the radio yesterday, is you've got, obviously, Camp Sound, which is great for the students. But there's not and, really a and guys like me who still think that. Well, I think you. Mm, I think Stansberry pro- maybe. I, I think, think I'm probably a little maybe past over, my prime. over the over the hill there. Yeah, but not there's in, in Main Street. There's some uh, there's some awesome places on Main Street. Um, some old time favorites, but maybe not for those of us that you know, late twenties, thirties, and your forties. The Ames is not really a destination other than I think, in my opinion, athletic events. Correct. This could really change that and. When you draw people back to Ames, back to their alma mater, only 
good things can happen. So this is going to have such a far-reaching impact, more than just, oh, there's going to be some cool stuff in between uh, Hilton and Jack Trice. This is going to have a, a broad-based transformational impact and really goes to the theme of where Iowa State's hopefully heading as an entire institution. All right, before we break, um, r- real quick, I-, I would like to get your thoughts on the game day thing. I, I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it yet. I Having a newborn, I've been up at 3, 4 in the morning a lot lately, and I've been kind of plucking my way through it. They um, – I, I won't lie. Looked awesome. Well, when I, um, when I heard where they were going to do it, on Tuesday when I got there for the press conference, I drove over there, and I was like, this isn't going to be big enough. I go, this I, – I really thought in my mind, I go, this is going to be a disaster. There's going to be so many people. I could not have been more wrong. Like yeah, it looked, it looked great. I and I got a chance. I, I went over there and hung out with my parents and watched yeah. for a while, and then yeah. I got to go behind the scenes. Um, uh, Derek at ESPN allowed me to do that, and then uh, watching it on TV, like it was beautiful. It, yeah. th- those shots with Trice in the background and the Iowa State University yeah. and Jack Trice Stadium, yeah. like in the background with all the, it was awesome. I get so I get to travel across the country to see Iowa State folks. So I got emails and texts from some people that you know I've visited with over the last. I've been here about two years now, saying I'm just I'm just proud to be an Iowa Stater. Today. That's what I was wondering, yeah. like in your job day to day, if it's impacted. It does, and when honestly, when when Iowa State's successful athletically, it it it, it makes your job it, easier. It, it I think it elevates Iowa State as a whole. I mean, no doubt, athletics is the front porch for university. When Iowa State's good. It impacts everywhere because everybody wants to be on a winning team, right? Um, and I, I absolutely think Matt Campbell's success in football will have a, a, a broad impact everywhere because people want to come back. They want to be a part of it, and they're proud. I mean, I always say people are proud, but now this gives something for them to brag about and say, yeah, I am involved there. I, I go back for games. I, I'm a season ticket holder even though I'm doing this. And even though I'm just out of college, yeah, I still contribute – X amount to the Cyclone Club because I'm, I'm this I'm proud of this thing. So yeah, there's ownership. Yeah, there's just yeah. that's the great word is when you care about something and you're passionate about it, it creates ownership well, and that's huge. I give I I do give like Pollard and um, his staff a lot of credit in the sense that I think that that ownership comes from the sense of community, like the stuff like Size House of Trivia, no doubt the tailgate tour. tour. Yep. Even though, I mean, they're doing some more events down in Des Moines now, the yeah. Cyclone. I mean, and all well, across the state. Well, yeah. we see it with our events, yep. with our game watches. Like, Iowa State fans like to gather. You know, they don't like to just hang out in their basements. No. They, they, and I don't know if it comes from, like, the tailgating at Trice where we're all on top of each other or I don't know, but, like, it's a very real thing. Yeah, no question. That's a great way to put it. It's. Uh, I do think that that's different, though. Than a lot of spots. Well, and I think when you choose Iowa State to begin with, right? So, you're, it is. I think it's a different place. You're 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 choosing to go to a place that, yeah, it's it's not, it's not an Ivy League school. It's not you know a top ten academic wise. Clearly, it's got a elite journalism department. Look at look at us. It cranked us (laughs) out of there. But and I've talked to business owners all around the country, and they'll say, you know, we recruit from Iowa State. Rather than, let's say, some of the coasts, because we know we're going to get a hardworking person that has good values, and they're going to put their heart and soul into a job. Um, we can't say that about some of the place, some of the elitists we get on the coast. So I think there's something to that where, you know, I always say people stick together. They really Have do. Have you met any guys offering six figures looking for recovering journalists? Mm. 
broadcasters, and I'm just I, asking I have, for some friends. I have met a lot of fans of Cyclone Fanatic. <laughs> well, I hope that they're listening. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just messing. Um, no, this was fun. I just wanted to – I thought the Pollard news – yeah, it, it, it deserved its own like podcast. And, but the problem is they did it, you know, in the middle of a game week. So it's like we Rob Gray wrote an awesome piece well on done. it. By the way, he he really put a lot of time into that. So check that out. But, but I, I, I wanted to get our thoughts on here. Yeah, and I think long story short, it's another moment to be proud. Mm-hmm. Be proud of. Be proud to be a Cyclone. Be proud to be an Iowa Stater. And uh, you know. In order for Iowa State to continue to raise the bar, it's going to take a community. It's going to take a yeah. village to do it. And I do think, too, it's it's significant to point out, or it's important, not significant, but, like, my wife and I were talking about this the other day, and just, you know, I think for so long, a lot of Iowa State fans just had it so easy where parking was never a problem mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, tickets were incredibly cheap and all that stuff. And, it, you know, the fact that a lot of that is changing – it, it it's a good thing, you know. It it might suck. It's an on the inconvenience, surface, yeah. But Sometimes. like when you're building up stuff like this, it's just it. You want to play with the big boys. You, you said gotta, it, yeah. You I mean, and and I would say it's not Texas, right? Correct. It's not Oklahoma, and it never it, will be. Nope. But it, that's why it takes everybody, yeah. to kind of jump on board and and do what they can. And obviously, there are absolutely great causes out there, and and, and certainly appreciate. That fact that, you know, obviously it's not the only thing in people's lives, but it is important to people. And if something's important to you, it's always good to think about, you know, how can I give back to a place that means something to me? Um, I want to give you guys to put a bow on this. Foundation.iastate.edu is the homepage for the Forever True for Iowa State campaign. I'm looking right now, so they got one of those cool little bars. <laughs> yeah. How much more do we got to go? Well, um, we are at $1.229 billion, and we're trying to get the $1.5 okay. billion. That's yep. pretty good. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, so, that's, a, that's a pretty good chunk of change right there. Yeah. Uh, most uh, ambitious goal in Iowa State history, and we actually surpassed the first goal. The first goal was $1.1 billion, but we smashed through that um, thanks to – all the generous Iowa Staters out there. So now they've said, "Nope, yeah, Bloom, you can't just stop. No, we gotta, we gotta raise the raise the bar a little bit." But that's that's a healthy thing. And if Iowa State wants to continue to get better, it's going to take everybody. So, uh, 1.5 billion is the goal. And I think we're going to get there. There you go, um, Bloom. Real quick, you got a prediction for Saturday because you won't be on Thursday night radio with us. Clones roll. Ah, <sighs> what do you think? Well, when's the last time Iowa State? rolled well i actually i um was doing some research today and usually they the game after cyhawk iowa state they have a very good track record is that right put it that way See, i guess most people would think it's the other way no they have a very good track record i think it's a comfortable win i don't this team isn't bad they're not bad then they can put up some points but but their rush defense is like a wet paper towel yeah i mean it's gonna be a it's gonna be around the ball and see what you can i think the conditions (laughs) Is it going to storm again? <laughs> yep. Jeez. Yeah. Could be a factor. Um, that was that was um, that rain delay. It was horrible. Yeah. Absolutely miserable. horrible. I I just was that the worst birthday of your life. Well, I mean, there were a lot of good things Saturday. But yeah, I mean, b- between the delay and the loss, that's the worst birthday of my life. It, I've been in Iowa City on my birthday. Okay, so it wasn't the worst. Mm. 
No, I mean it was so long. I did not. I so you'll you'll chuckle at this. I I tweeted. I said, you know, can somebody from one of the suites throw me up a beer? I always like to have a a cold one on my birthday. Somebody? I got, I, no, I got home at eleven fifty nine, and I made made it a point after that long day to get a little bit of a cold one. But yeah, good it for was, you. Yeah, it was an interesting long day. Made it through. But yeah, I I, I don't want any. Uh, any Warhawk drama on Saturday. No, let's let's avoid the Warhawk drama. All right. Uh, he's Brent Bloom. I'm Chris Williams. Thanks to our sponsor for this podcast, the Iowa State Foundation. Good chat on facilities. And uh, thanks for listening to the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network.